All right, welcome to uh, Knocked Out Entertainment Presents. I'm your, one of your hosts, Kyle. I'm Dustin. I'm Gabe. I'm Shane. And so we're we're kicking off the new series with our our best of 2018 episode, kind of going through. It's a clip show mm-hmm. from all the past episodes. From yeah. All the past episodes <laughs> of the year. year, man. What a year we had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so remember when we introed the podcast? That, that was, was beautiful. Great. Let's clip back to great. it now. All right, welcome to uh, Knocked Out Entertainment Presents. I'm your, one of your hosts, Kyle. I'm Dustin. I'm Gabe. I'm Shane. And so we're we're kicking off the new series with our, our best of 2018 episode, kind of going through... It's a clip show mm-hmm. from all the past episodes. <laughs> from all the past episodes <laughs> of the year. year. Man, what a year we had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Remember when we introed the podcast? That, that was, was beautiful. Great. Let's clip back to great. it now. <laughs> uh, so, so we've got uh, six categories. Yeah. I did the math right there. Yeah, yeah six. six. Yeah, six. you nailed it in one try. <laughs> um, so we got six categories kind of showing kind of the variety that this show is going to be. Of <laughs> so wrestling to wrestling to wrestling to well, I mean, other things, well, I guess. <laughs> there will be other things throughout. Because oh, I'm doing a, I'm probably going to do an episode around the pole dance competition. I'm going to do a couple interviews here and there. It's going to be a hodgepodge of a lot of different things, but since I enjoy wrestling and enjoy talking about wrestling, it will mostly be a lot of wrestling. Oh, I don't know you like wrestling, Kyle. Yeah. Um, so we are actually going to start out with our uh, 2018 match of the year. Uh, Shane, do you want to go first? Because your your match actually happened first. My match did happen first. I chose um, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano versus uh, Cien Almas, uh, which happened at Takeover Brooklyn three, which Take was Takeover Philadelphia. I thought one. it was Brooklyn three. Nope, it was the January one. Yeah, I thought that was Brooklyn three. Nope. Let's say I. Uh, oops. Uh, it, it was the January one though. Yes, it, it was, was one yeah. for the Rumble. Yes. Um, it was all in all a great match. It was about forty minutes, I think they went. Uh, maybe not quite that long. Yeah. Um, but it was really the. I mean, Almas has had some really good uh, Gargano matches are always great. Um, and Almas has had some good matches, but that was the first Almas match where I was really wowed. Yeah, hundred percent. Just just into it the whole time. Yep. And then yeah, the the story because part of their NXT feud. It was the fact that Johnny Gargano didn't really have a counter to Zelina Vega until that match when Candice LeRae was at ringside. Yes. Well, in the crowd, actually. But You don't mess with a man. Yeah, no. You don't mess with... Well, you don't mess with her, either. So, But they won. But they won. So That's they true. did mess with them. Yeah, they did. And they turned got out, turned out just fine for them. And they got away with it too. They got away with it. So, so yeah, that was, was a great match, Dustin. What was your pick? Uh, I do believe that I wrote uh, AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan at TLC because one is one of the most recent matches I've seen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there's a slight recency bias. But... Yes, there is a recency bias. Um. But I just really like Daniel Bryan's heel turn, yes. uh, yep. and that that's gonna go in. That's gonna go into later why I picked my superstar of the year. Also, um, 
I've, I've just really enjoyed the change of character. The as you guys put it, the angry vegan has been yep. hilarious. Um, it gives a good reason to have emotion behind uh, a match with AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan because prior, if they wrestled prior to that, it would have been a babyface babyface match, yep. and then you're just yep. kind of watching for cool moves. Yes. You know, like a lot of, I mean, it's, it's, you can tell a good story with two baby faces, but ultimately the way to do it is a good guy and a bad guy. Yep. Exactly. And you take a guy who has been the, you know, prior to his injury, top of the tier with popularity. Like nobody was more over than Daniel Bryan to him just going full heel. And he's not even getting like completely booed out of the buildings either because people, I think, are still uncomfortable about it. Yeah. Or uncomfortable with it, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I just really liked all that, so I'm excited to see where his heel character goes leading into 2019. And to me, that match was really good because it was a it it was a clean finish and a surprising finish because you don't see matches on four belts at pay per views and in roll ups anymore. <laughs> yeah, not really. And it was it was surprising. It was the perfect way for Brian to win that match yep. too. Yeah, like it just it all worked out great. Like it wasn't a a like real quick roll up when it was they gave him time they they told a story in the match and it was awesome yeah he just out wrestled him because if I remember correctly he didn't even really cheat did he no he no so cheat. he was clean he was a heel still sticking to his like uh you know best wrestler in the world type character that he's had since I mean he was on the indies yeah uh as a bad guy, wins clean, and that's just gonna piss the people off more. Well, yeah. especially after he, you know, won dirty the first time because yeah. everyone has hit AJ and it's nuts now. Yeah, well, get in line. <laughs> so like, he wins the belt dirty by kicking AJ straight in the straight in the nuts, and then defends his title by beating him clean, which tells the people Brian would have been champion either way. Yeah, he just he just was almost bored of like, no, I'm just gonna end it now. Yeah, I'm gonna hit him in the balls just because I can. So like, I, I took just advantage of the situation. Good. Yeah, I really dug that. Uh, the nut shot too came back to play when it, with his uh, match with Lesnar. Yep. Which yep. Uh, honestly, at that point, it was technically a heel versus heel match, which you really don't see that often. Yep. But Brian was kind of the babyface in that match. Like everybody wanted Brian to beat him. Well, he was still the underdog, even if he was a heel. He yeah. was the yeah. underdog in that match. So everybody like when he. If I remember right, too, when he kicked Lesnar in the balls, the crowd cheered. <laughs> I believe so. Yes, yes. they did. <laughs> that's great. So, Daniel Cormier, take notes. <laughs> I don't think that's legal in UFC. Yeah. John Jones gets to poke everyone in an eye. I mean. Yeah. 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 Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> he gets away oh, with so that. Oh, Gabe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in UFC, you just get warnings. Hey, yeah. I'm a little winded. I'm going to kick this dude in the nuts or poke his eyes, and then I get five minutes to rest. Hey, and now their nuts and eyes hurt, so they're also at a disadvantage. Yep. I get rested, they can't see, and or they feel like they're going to throw up. Yep. That's what Yoel Romero did in one of the last fights I saw. Yoel Romero also stayed on a stool too long once between rounds yeah. for like an extra minute, and nobody did anything about it. Wow. Yep. So... Yeah. Uh, so I like the fact that we we transitioned from the one of the best pure wrestling matches mm. to Gabe's pick. Yeah, so for match of the year. Um, let me preface this by saying all of my wrestling topics answers have the same are under the same um kind of idea here. Is that is that I, there's wrestling involved? That there's wrestling involved, mm. but also this was kind of a transition year for me where I went from watching the WWE 
semi-regularly um, to not really caring anymore. Uh, no offense to you guys. Um, because I still like a little bit. Offense taken. But I am transitioning into the indie type scene. Um, Ring of Honor, New Japan, all that. And there was an event that went on this year called All In. And oh yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> it was something that I was invited to on a whim, and it kind of changed my perspective on wrestling, and it kind of reinvigorated my um, appreciation for the sport. Um, so there were what like nine or ten matches in that entire card, and the one that stood out for me as being the most entertaining was Joey Janela versus Hangman Page. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It was not the best tactical match of the night um and it wasn't the one that i was looking forward to the most because i had no idea who either these guys were mm-hmm. but these guys put it all on the line and it was an in, full of crazy moments i thought it was a career shortening match it was yeah it was a, well and then um weirdly enough for janella he got hurt like a month later by himself like something he did to himself like baking a pizza or something no <laughs> a cross body off like the so uh, close to balcony, balcony. yeah, yeah. and but. then and then it had the uh the crux of the storyline of the joey ryan uh getting murdered situation yeah that he was, was great. he was murdered yeah he, he was, was, was murdered and then <laughs> dick resurrected him yeah he, the dick druids came out so. nursed back to uh health by his super hot wife and also the steroids <laughs> helped. Also the steroids <laughs> helped. <laughs> and uh yes it was just a great moment in an amazing um pay-per-view and um it just kind of opened my eyes to everything that was great of, besides wwe and uh so yeah go joey janela and hangman page i know that they're not the bet they're the most loved people but arrested wrestlers yeah they're pretty popular um yeah i'll I'll be honest too this is not i've had a little bit of a falling out with wrestling this past year i haven't done a lot of watching other than like whenever we'd get together for pay-per-views and takeovers and whatnot even takeovers i think i would just like you know yeah because yeah because the takeovers i mean it always ends up being on a saturday night which is kind of hard to coordinate with all of our schedules yeah, especially since like they the change Sundays. the start time yeah. halfway through the year, and suddenly we're like, oh yeah, we'll get together at seven, and then we're like, oh, we missed an hour of the, of the takeover. Apparently, um, yeah. Don't all the pay per views start at like six now? Yeah, yeah. I think it's something like that now, which is and you would think like, crazy. oh, well, that's good. We can get done earlier. Nope, they just no, last longer. No, they just yep. last longer. Yeah. Um. So then, my match of the year uh, was from New Japan Pro Wrestling from Dominion. Uh, what Meltzer gave it like stupid like seven stars. That whole some, system's broken. It's, yeah, the he, system's he, still broken. He broke his whole his whole thing, yeah. and he, there's no way he can uh, get it back. But it's Kenny Omega versus Kaz Yeah, Johnny oh, Omega it, versus Johnny Okada. It was <laughs> Kenny Omega versus Okada. Uh, two out of three falls. It was like a sixty-five minute match. It Oof. was awesome. Because, like, it was two out of three falls with no time limit because they had gone to an hour draw before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Omega did the no time limit or two out of three falls because he thought that he could beat Okada quickly because the only time he's beaten him was during the G1, which had a shorter time period. Um, and 
yeah just the storytelling in that match was fantastic and it kind of was the nice culmination of their story for now at least uh, and it's two of the best wrestlers on the planet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that was my match of the year it was awesome it was it was a lot of fun um i want to throw an honorable mention match out there uh, and that would be young bucks versus golden lovers yeah i i was gonna say like i've got i had a crazy well, you had like a top 100 so i've got like a top 100 but i was gonna give my top five as like the honorable mentions uh five was uh alistair black versus johnny gargano from takeover war games oh, yeah, yeah i almost picked good. that one too. which that one was, was really, really good, good. Uh, my number four was Shane's pick of Gargano versus Almas from uh, TakeOver. Uh, there was another Okada versus Tanahashi matchup at Wrestling Dontaku, which was their May show, which was actually right before uh, the Kenny Omega match. And the storytelling in that match was fantastic because they've called back on a lot of their stuff like during the G1, it's always a half an hour time limit. Mm-hmm. Tanahashi hits his finisher at the half an hour mark. Oh. Which he's done multiple times during the G1, but then Okada kicks out. So oh. it's like, nope, I, I'm still going to win. Okada ends up winning. And then, yeah, number two was uh, Golden Lovers versus the Young Bucks. Which was just fantastic. That was that was a great story in a ring, yeah. too. Like that one, just the the... Um, strife between the Young Bucks and Omega that they told during the match, specifically between Matt and Omega. Yeah, it was, was... a lot of between Matt and Omega because even the Kenny picking Matt up for the One Winged Angel and hesitating, and Abushi pulling him up onto his shoulders, like no, hit him with it. Yeah, like we are going to finish this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are the matches. Yeah, those are the matches. Watch them. Uh, so in the variety yeah, that them. is this show, uh, our so we won't always be talking about wrestling. So our second topic is actually video game of the year. Um, I'll go first because I have the least amount to say because I'm the most casual <laughs> gamer here. This one was hard, and the only reason I picked mine was because somebody else picked this one. Yes. And this one was uh, hard because I played a lot of games that did not come out this year this year. Yeah. Uh, so my my a pick was Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah, and which let's be honest, another reason too, it's a December release. Yeah, so it was hard to think in terms of like is Fre- this the best because it came out literally last, freshest yeah. in the mind. Yep. Yeah, but it's pretty great. Though. It's also Super Smash Bros. Yeah. And yeah. in my opinion, it's up there top two best fighting games of all time. Obviously. What's the number one? Oh well, the number one is Street. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's Mortal Fucking Combat. Number one's PlayStation All Stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So Super Smash Bros. Fantastic. I've uh, actually gotten in trouble right before I came over here because I've been playing it for three days straight, pretty much. Yeah, yep, that happens. I'm not surprised by this at all. Yeah, because uh, I put on the Vikings game, which. Uh, um, that didn't go well. But I just took the switch right out of the thing, put it on the table, and I just was playing still. So I'm like, I don't even know why yep. I turned the. Yeah, I could. Game I on. could. Yeah, I couldn't find Shane's switch. Otherwise, I was going to play it today. <laughs> yeah, it's packed still. Yep. I have to unpack it. I brought the switch with me on on my trip, and I was going to play oh, a lot of Smash go? Bros. Uh, Michigan. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it was it was okay. Um, 
was going to play a lot of Smash Bros. there, but then I realized that if I took my Switch out at any point in time, that the kids would then swarm me and try to take it. So kids yeah, these days, that's good. how they are. Decided not to do that. Uh, so Shane, your your pick. Was... Uh, so my pick. Uh, was also Smash Bros. Yep. Uh, and that had a lot to do with the fact that the game that I would have picked as my game of the year was Xenoblade Chronicles 2. But that came out about two years ago, I think, I at this point. Um, but that's the one I played the most. I probably put over 200 hours into it. Um, but Smash Bros. is my favorite game that came out this year with uh, an honorable mention going to God of War. Yeah. Uh, not Final not- Fantasy? Uh, that was last year too that, that also did not come out this year no. yeah uh-huh. well for me too the game I put the most hours in this year was uh, Injustice 2 and that came out two and a half years ago <laughs> and I've been playing it pretty consistently for about two and a half years uh, yeah. my honorable mention to God of War not because I've played it and it's good I've seen some stuff some other I've seen someone else play it it looks really cool I want to play it and everyone else thinks it's the game of the year when you go on and check the to top list so honorable mention to that one because it probably is the game of the year i just haven't played it hmm, okay um i'm gonna go my favorite game of the year um that was released this year um was red dead redemption 2 uh, it just had such a huge build-up um obviously because it was delayed for an entire year mm-hmm. um but then uh, i thought it executed very well it is a little slow and so when i first started playing it i played it pretty non-stop for about three days took about two to three weeks off actually i'm not gonna lie because i'm like because it's one of those games where you have to devote a lot of your time to in order to get into it because it's a little slow, especially at first. Because it's Oregon Trail, the, the live-action game, right? Yeah. Yep. I, d- I did the exact same thing, except for I'm going on like a month off now, maybe longer. I will say I did pick it up at, back up after about three weeks and just out of the blue. And um, when you devote enough time to it, it's mm. worth it. It The story's great. Um, the character is just as good, if not better, than actually. I'll, I will say, just as good as John Marston from the first game. Um, James Marston's in the first game? Uh, no. Oh, okay. no, but um, <laughs> no, but <laughs> but uh, he is great. The only reason I say he's not better than John Marston is because John Marston was one of my favorite video game characters of all time. He's just a likable cowboy, um, <laughs> and this guy is too, but lesser, not, not as likable. But that's not a bad. But thing. But just as cowboy. Just as cowboy, yeah, actually more, okay. more. He's probably cowboy. more cowboy. Yeah. John Marston just seemed like a much more charismatic dude. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, one of the first game was one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, uh, back on the PS3 days, mm-hmm. um, I actually played it on 360 and on PS3. I started it on 360, and then right. I, because I worked at GameStop at the time, and I could check games out mm-hmm. for like three days at a time, or however fucking long we wanted yeah. to. Um, don't tell anybody at GameStop, but that's what they do. I will try to keep my mouth shut. As long as there's more than listeners, the rule is typically as long as there's more than three copies in the store, especially if it's used. Yeah, um, yeah you can sense. take it home because you need to expand your knowledge on the video game library. That's oh, okay. At GameStop, uh, so I took it home and then I started playing it like crazy, and then I had to, I had to eventually bring it back, and then I bought it on PS3. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, because I had a save well, it's file. One of the best games of all time. Yeah, and then I finished it on PS3. Played uh, the online mm-hmm. a lot, which was great. I haven't played the Red Dead 2 online yet, though. Me neither. I played the first, uh, whatever, 15, 20 minutes that you have to do um, to get into the online world. And now that I'm in the online world, um, I'm using air quotes. Um, I haven't played it at all. But what I like about the Red Dead 2 franchise, or Red Dead 2 game, is that um, just like the first one, there's so much more you can do besides just the story. And I know that the same can be said about most video games these days, but the world itself is so huge where you can easily get lost in it. And I didn't realize how big this place was 
up until I looked at the map that came with the game itself. Apparently, you can like even access the top portion of the first game's map. Really? Yeah, well, you can go all the way to Gaptooth Ridge, at least according to the map that came with my game. I don't know if it is playable hmm. or not, but yeah, I mean, go all the way to Gaptooth Ridge. Do you know how that far that is, Shane? Uh, it, it, it well, where do you start? The, like the navel? Yeah. And get to the teeth? Mm-hmm. It's about a couple feet. Yeah, it's about a couple feet. Yep. Yes, and see, I got you on that one. Um, and that, but if we're talking about games that we've played, that we've logged the most hours in, um, I did play a lot of Ark this year, but that's beside the point. That's just because it's a good time waster. That came but, out this year, though, didn't it? That came out like three, four years ago. Really? Yeah. yeah. But a game been that came a lot out, about that this year, though. Maybe they came with an update. Yeah, they came up with updates all the time. Got it. Um, but a game that uh, came out like two, three years ago that I played nonstop for the summer. Um, I was on it every day. Was uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Oh, oh okay. Is, is that the pirate one? Yeah, it's my favorite. Assassin's Creed game they by just far. Uh, released a trailer for a new pirate style game. Yeah, coming out next year. That uh, the biggest critique of that game that a lot of people saying is like it looks a lot like Black Flag. That's then, not a bad thing. And then everyone else is like, yeah, but that was a good game. Was, so yeah, it was my favorite Assassin's Creed game by far, and that's saying a lot because I actually really like that series. There's some duds in there, but Black Flag is. I stopped playing great. after two, but I really like two. I would highly, yeah, two is considered by many to be the best Assassin's Creed game, and I see why. Um, but and that was my favorite for the longest time. But once I played Black Flag, there was no going back. Yeah, I th you know, there's not a lot of good pirate games out there now that if you, nope. if you really think about it. There was supposed to be this uh, RPG, like, fable uh, Pirates of the Caribbean game that was going to come out, uh, and then it the, just got nixed. Well, they just came out with Sea of Thieves, sea of Thieves sea this of past Thieves, year. But that kind of came and went. That right? Yeah, it wasn't exactly what they had said it was going to be. Mm -hmm. It wasn't as open world and as, as great as, as they claimed. It was a little bit smaller of a map, and the missions themselves were a little tough to get through uh, because it was really hard to find things when you're steering the ship. Um, mm -hmm. But that essentially, the the one that uh, I was just talking about where they were compared to Black Flag, they were saying they took a lot of the aspects that worked for Sea of Thieves, they took a lot of the things that worked for Black Flag, and they combined it into this game. Um, obviously, not all from the same studios, but um, the, mm -hmm. this company is putting this out this next year. I want to say it's called like Sea of Bones or Bones, something with bones in it. Um, okay, but uh, yeah, it's sold. supposed to come out this next year. So not sold on the title, but look, look out, look out for for something, something with bones in it. I think okay. is the name, of the name of the game, something with bones in it. Yeah. yeah, I think there's another one too called like Atlas that just came out or is coming out soon. Mm -hmm. I've seen people on Twitch playing it, um, but from what I can tell, the servers weren't up, so oh no, I didn't see a lot of uh, gameplay. <laughs> just yep. saw a lot of uh, server screens that were blank. What was your game of the year? So, because everybody said Smash Bros. Well, I didn't say Smash well, Bros. Well, you didn't say Smash Bros. Bloody. I didn't even play Smash um, Bros. And I didn't want to go with something that came out in December again. Um, because my match, I kind of did that with. Yeah. Uh, I went with Spider-Man on the PS4, which came out uh, a few months back. I thought it was kind of like the Arkham City of Marvel. Very cool. Um you know, open New York, you run around, do uh, do missions. Uh, you can do a bunch of side missions. There's, you can chase pigeons. You can chase pigeons. There's uh, random crimes happening that are, like, you'll just be zipping around and somebody has stolen yeah. a car and pops up on your map. Oh. But in terms of how the story is told, in my opinion, 
It is the best Spider-Man story I've ever seen. It's better. Wow. It's better than any of the movies. <laughs> uh, it just—I don't know. I, they just uh, really nailed it. I thought okay. it's, uh, you know, got it's super intense parts. The ending is fucking insane. Mm. Um, I'm excited to get to that. I just got that and the, through Christmas. So yeah, the Easter eggs yeah. are great, and the little teaser after the credits because it's a Marvel thing. So there's something so after the course, credits, and yeah. it's pretty nuts. Like so, basically, like it, it's it exists independently of anything that in the Marvel universe. So like things are kind of how they're supposed to be, but with some slight variations. Sure. Like okay. mm-hmm. James Jonah Jameson isn't uh, in charge of the Daily Bugle anymore. He has a podcast. Oh, and he's basically like Alex Jones. Oh, oh God. So it's hilarious. Oh, boy. That's great. Uh, it's perfect. Like just evolutions on certain characters that you wouldn't have maybe thought of, but once you see it, it's like, oh, that that makes perfect sense. Like, where would Jameson go from, you know, the newspaper if you're gonna do something else with them? Well, podcast is perfect because it's you know 2018. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's everyone's got a podcast. Yeah, everybody's Hi. got a podcast. There you go. But I'm. Um, um, that was one of the games where I wanted to buy a PlayStation 4 just for that game, but I was told by multiple people to not do that for just that game. So I ended up doing it, but I can't wait to eventually play it. Have you- <laughs> I, I wouldn't say to buy a whole system for it because, I mean, I blew through that game and, I, I mean, very, it didn't take me long. Gotcha. I wouldn't um, say do it just for that game. I would say there's a lot of other games on PlayStation 4 that's not on the Xbox. That Yeah, like God of War, I would definitely... Or baseball in general. I want to play a freaking baseball game again. Oh, yeah, they don't do those on the, on, no. on the Xbox, do they? No, they don't. <sighs> Is it still the show or something? Yeah. yeah, it's the show. Yeah, I remember even back uh, when I was at GameStop that when baseball was on all the systems because there was like a, there was a two K one. Yeah, uh, the, the 2K show was just as good as the show. I thought. Yeah, I, I always heard from people that the show was the one to have. Yeah, the one, yeah. it's the best one. And one last thing before we change topic, what ca- what games are you guys looking forward to next year? Oh, yeah, <laughs> well, I, I know. I, know. This. I got I know. a couple. I know. I've got I one for sure yeah. coming out in January. Yeah. Well, I'll let you cover that because that's one of my two. I figured it was. <laughs> I've got the, I've got uh, re- the remake of Resident mm-hmm. Evil Two pre ordered. It's coming back coming out January twenty seventh, I believe. Um, getting in the mail. Mm-hmm. Super excited about that. It looks fantastic. Like everything I've seen of it, it, it just it looks great, and I can't wait to play it again. It looks like they took best uh, Resident Evil game. Yeah, they took uh, ooh, back in 2006 when they remade the original one. Uh, at the time, it, they made the scariest Resident Evil game to date. When that came out, it yep. was just like the way they redid the man. It, it, by the way, still looks great now. It does. It was came out to. Uh, I don't know if it came out on on PlayStation as well, but it came out on GameCube. I remember. Yeah, and it, was it, awesome. it was a that was the problem. It was a GameCube exclusive because they came out with uh, Resident Evil Zero also that was made in the same vein, same style. Which that one was fine. I didn't care for it, but I uh, the remakes got released on recently on like the PlayStation Network and stuff. Uh, somehow yeah, I don't know the HD one versions of of the like four four HD and whatever. Yeah, but like the original remake. Oh, 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 that one's actually on. Yeah, can, oh. so I played that on the PlayStation recently all the way through, and everything just looks phenomenal. Like, it it doesn't quite look like a PS4 game, but yeah. it looks at least like a PS3 game. Yeah. Uh, and considering it was a GameCube game is, is pretty crazy, so it's like it's dark, it's got a scary look to it, the story's real good. I mean, they follow the 
the original game, which they pretty much just do the original game without the shitty voice acting. Yeah. I mean, it's not great voice acting still, but it's way better than Jill. You're the master of lock picking. <laughs> like it's way better than that. Don't I you? believe they get rid of the uh, the FMVs too, which they they do they do actual digital FMVs in, in the uh, remake rather than the actual real people one yeah. that they did. What's that, an FMV? Um, uh, first, it's 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 a it's a no, cinematic. Yeah, it's a cinematic. Um, the, FMV is is like full motion video, so it means people are in it. Oh, okay. so yeah. Okay. Normally, people call it live action because <laughs> you think, said FMV, which I don't know what it meant. And full, they say it's a cinematic. Video. I'm like, I still they have had no a, idea what you're talking. About. In the original game, it was mostly just the intro video, though. Yeah, the, it it was the intro video, but it but was it, awful. It was terrible. Awful oh, man, live action, bad. real people in costumes that look like they were just. They look like Halloween costumes. Yep. Um, Looked like they filmed it in somebody's backyard, and it, yeah. was, it was rough. I would be. It'd probably be eye-opening to be to have like footage of a behind-the-scenes of recording that, yep. and how shitty it probably was. <laughs> but no, yeah, they uh, in in the remake everything was um, made in game, so everything looked great. And Resident Evil Two looks like it took all the strong parts of that and just expanded on it like yep. crazy like it looks like the only light you're really going to get in a lot of places is your own flashlight yes which is a really cool yeah aspect it's going to be really cool it's going to be really scary i saw they um brought the tyrant from resident evil the original resident evil into resident evil 2 yes. it wasn't originally in resident evil 2 and he looks pretty scary he's got a fedora kind of weird but you know i'll let it play out but you know he's evil so he's doing yeah. his work yeah he's just a nice guy just yeah, he is. <laughs> don't 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 cross him though. He'll he'll bash you online. But yeah, the the graphics no. look fucking intense, which is just gonna add to the scare factor. The gore, of course. Yep. It being a zombie game is gonna be intense. And then having the best story in the series, it's gonna. Oh be great. yeah, Resident Evil Two. I I still think is the best game in the series in, in terms of uh, in terms of story and characters and all that. Um, and I put that mo a lot of people pick Resident Evil Four. But Resident Evil 4 is only popular because of Resident Evil 2, yep. because Leon, you know, Leon Kennedy came in in Resident Evil 2 and became, I mean, I would say easily the most popular character in Resident Evil. Uh, I had completely forgotten that they had announced that they were doing this remake about three years ago. Uh -huh. And then when they had the trailer with the release date at E3 this year, I think Kyle was there for it. I was like, I was in Glee. I was like, I was yelling. I was like, what, what, what? This is coming out. Yeah, it was, it was great. I love that impression of that you just did of yourself yelling. What? what? Ah! Yeah, it's, it was like a yell like was there. <laughs> I didn't want to actually yell into the microphone. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, any other games that? Yeah, that's so my big one. I'll drop my big one, uh, which is Mortal Kombat 11, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that must be your number one fighting game if Smash Bros. is number two. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm putting together the pieces now. <clears throat> so they, they all they've dropped so far is the announcement trailer. Uh, I, I believe January 17th we're going to get a full reveal trailer, so we should see at least some of the roster, if not all the roster. I doubt it'll be all the roster, probably just be some. Uh, gameplay footage will probably be there, uh, and a general idea of what the storyline is going to be. But can Raiden teleport? Yes, Raiden can teleport. Oh, thank God. Everybody got that wrong in Quiplash last night. No, one person Oh, yeah, got my that girlfriend wrong. got yes. it wrong. Yeah. And I've literally made her watch that trailer like four or five times. 
What uh, happened? Am I missing something? There was a question that said, which which of these characters from Mortal Kombat can teleport? Okay. And it was uh, Raiden, Johnny Cage, Sonya, and Sub-Zero. Yeah. And it was like... What did she say? Not Raiden. Not Raiden. Not Raiden. That's all that matters. Yeah, it wasn't Raiden. None of those other characters can do anything close to teleporting. <laughs> well, Johnny Cage has the shadow kick, but yeah. that's not teleporting. <laughs> uh, any games that... Well, I just heard about this pirate game that I'm really excited about. So. <laughs> yeah, so my game is uh, Sea of Bones or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we were talking about ten minutes ago. Um. So so then back to back to wrestling. Uh, one of the other categories is tag team of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dustin and Gabe, you guys have the same answer. Yeah. So pretty pretty low hanging fruit there. Yeah. Uh, went with the yeah. Young Bucks. Well, Young Bucks, baby. And most of, on top of all their great matches and all that, uh, I was just more impressed with the f- uh, with All In as an event, not even yeah. their match on it. Like, just yeah. the fact that they, it was kind of a do-it-yourself event with them and Cody Rhodes, yeah. and they just put yeah. it on. Um, they went for it, baby. They went All In. And it was successful. Um, yeah. More than, you know, way way beyond their anybody's yeah, expectations. Yep. Like, I don't think they initially planned to have it be a pay-per-view or anything like that no. it was just going to be a it was just going to be an event yeah that wow. was hopefully going to get filmed and it looks now like it's going to be you know transitioning into its own promotion yeah, yeah. very possibly yep. the rumors yep. rumors, have so. rumors out there yeah um but yeah the the fact that all this launched just from you know having the balls to go for something like this yeah. is yeah. just great and 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 promoted almost a lot of ways mostly by a youtube show yeah yep which i've become addicted to ever since i discovered it being the elite it's a fun youtube show and the things too that they point out is that count uh the counts don't like the views don't count unless you watch all the way through right Mm. um i can't remember i I think i heard them saying something like that and they're like damn near they're like a full like if it was on TV, it'd be a half-hour yeah, episode, it would be a half an hour show. Yeah, like yeah. it's a, it's, it's like a normal. They're basically filming a TV series yeah. now. Yeah, well, Full and and in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. it's it's more than a TV series because it's fifty-two weeks a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they are they are rarely taking weeks off. Yeah, yeah, they even came out with one on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and that and, that video alone is doing more views than any other wrestling promotion out there. That's not WWE. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you got WWE. Awesome. Who's right behind them? Probably New Japan. New Japan's probably yeah. number two. And and then uh, you got like your Ring of Honor and stuff. But I would say consistently in terms of regular viewership, just that YouTube series is yeah is getting it's, it's way more attention. Deal, yeah. So it makes a lot of sense that if they if the rumors are true, quote unquote. And they transition into a actual wrestling promotion. I mean, it makes sense. They got they got the fan base already there. Yeah. They yeah. filled up in a, a ten thousand seat arena with this YouTube show. Not only is it an entertaining YouTube show, but they're even allowed to interweave it into like the actual Ring of Honor storytelling. Like, uh, mm-hmm. not only that, but they had a story that that came to a conclusion at All In with the, with what I said earlier. Um, but also. I was just watching I've been watching the entire thing from the start and like there was this part from last year where Adam Page was kidnapped for like weeks and nobody knew where he was because he was kidnapped by this WWE stooge that's all they knew and then all of a sudden he breaks out of the bathtub that he was taped up in and then he runs behind a curtain and it's a live Ring of Honor event and the crowd's going crazy like the fact that they were allowed to do that is awesome 
Like it just yeah. shows that the industry itself has so much respect for the Young Bucks because of what they're doing for it. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the the bank accounts don't lie. They're yeah. They know well, what, yeah, the, they know the, how to be successful. The so. top the top three selling shirts for pro wrestling tees this year were the gold edition of Marty Skrull's Villain Club shirt. Oh, Marty Skrull. The Bullet him. Club shirt <coughs> and the Golden Elite shirt. Mm -hmm. That Maybe. tells you something. Yeah. Like, Basically, they're all three Bullet Club yeah, shirts. Yeah, they're all Bullet yeah. Club shirts. So so they, they know how to... Mark, I mean, they're just marketing geniuses, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, um, so, yeah. yeah, we got the, the Bucks as your... Your guys tag team of the year Shane you've got a another former Bullet Club member as uh, part of your tag team sort of yeah, oh, so, yeah. so I kind of I chose like I, I was I was kind of uh, I, I chose a group more yeah. so than a tag team I mean there is a tag team involved they are tag, tag team champions yeah. um, but I chose Undisputed Era from NXT they're having a very good year um, yeah, just in are. general uh, even if you just go down to just uh, strong <laughs> and uh, O'Reilly because Fish was hurt, so he's yeah. Fish was hurt for a lot of the year. It's uh, Strong and O'Reilly as the tag team have had a really good year just on their own. Yeah. But throwing in Fish after he came back and also uh, Adam uh, Cole, baby, baby. It, they're doing great stuff on NXT. They're, doing, they're yeah. leading the way on NXT. They're the number one heel group there. They kind of took over for probably Sanity. But Sanity never really Sanity got never, never. Sanity was never as big top, as they were. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, I just they're kind of their own thing, really. Yeah. Because like they're not in the NXT title picture, or really like. Well, not in the of, world title. Not, yeah. not in the NXT like the top title picture, but the you know North American title. They yep. they've North been involved American in a lot. Title, yep. Including the the UK, the UK championship. Title, they've yeah. been involved in tag team championship. I mean, they did they lose the belts recently to. Uh, they lost, and then the oh no, no, they lost to, it by DQ. I thought, yeah. The, well, they lost them to Mustache Mountain, who are an honorable mention, obviously. <laughs> yeah, um, Mustache Mountain, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven, great tag team. As Another well. team that I was thinking about um, for this spot. And so they lost them, but then regained them. So they're two-time champs. Yeah. And, and yeah, they're just really good. I'm sure they're going to lose them to not War Machine, uh, War Raiders, War Raiders, uh, sometime at the beginning of the year because I mean you can only keep them in NXT for so long. Uh, just be, uh, add on to this. The, speaking of the War Raiders and Undisputed Era and all those guys, um, an honorable mention for me for match of the year was probably War Games. The War Game itself, fun match, very fun yeah. match. Lots of things happening in that match. Uh, mm -hmm. Weird choices with chains at some point, but uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. generally a fun match. It was yeah. it was good to watch. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, it's like the fact that we got a double moonsault in a WWE ring, yeah. sort of. Was, you know, was cool. never thought I'd see that. And the other two people in that match who uh, cannot get enough good praises, um, Ricochet and uh, what's Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn, thank you. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. Um. So then mine, I I went overall quality over quantity sort of because they did not have a lot of matches together oh. but they all of the matches were fantastic and that was the golden lovers kenny omega and kodo bushi because basically every single time they teamed up against 
another two-on-two match it was fantastic mm-hmm. including the you one know, they showed me with the, yeah young bucks tanahashi and will osprey mm-hmm. okada and and tomohiro ishii all year or long kenny omega's terrible show in florida against naito and and hiromu mm. that was even a good match <laughs> just like oh you did a lot of dumb things backstage kenny great job uh yeah oh kenny omega yeah uh so yeah so that wraps up tag team uh movie of the year i'll start this out because i think mine came out first yep uh mine came out first and that was deadpool 2 and it was a good movie it Very was good. just the most amount of fun i had in the theaters all year uh-huh. um the first one's you know a classic already mm-hmm. it feels like I mean, it got re-released in theaters already. Right, yeah. for Once upon a as Deadpool. a PG thirteen movie, yes, where uh, he kidnaps Fred, Sa- Fred, Fred Savage. Savage. The yeah. trailer for it is probably more entertaining than a censored version of the movie. Yeah, I yeah. would assume so too. I, I just, know. I just want to see the scenes with him and Fred Savage because apparently <laughs> yeah, they yeah. keep cutting back to it, and to me that sounds like fun. But yeah. yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. But yeah, Deadpool two was just a lot of fun. Um, I really liked how they used Domino. I really liked mm, a lot yes. of characterization like, in that movie great cameo so, uh, i was about to say great i liked cameos. how they did the cameos yeah great brad pitt cameo yeah good. Did, did well with the matt damon one too um oh, yeah. people in alan tudyk yeah. the uh fun fact deadpool 2 is the only purchase i've made on black friday oh yeah since 2004 oh nice <laughs> when i waited in line to buy world of warcraft on black friday for <laughs> No reason. It wasn't on sale. We just really wanted the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> just happened to be Black Friday. Okay. Uh, worth it. Sure. <laughs> we've all we've all had heroin. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Deadpool two was amazing. Um, it was so it was fun. Very good. It was a fun yeah. movie. It was uh, everything I wanted Deadpool two to be. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was more of the same fun that Deadpool one was. Yep. Uh, yeah. Both Deadpool's are great. But uh, the post credits in this one is like yeah everything's just safe don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> like everything's fine we fixed it all yeah <laughs> we fixed everything nothing matters it's a comic yeah. book movie yeah. remember yep it's a comic book movie <laughs> exactly uh so dustin what was your your movie of the year my movie was halloween 2018 um, Thanks for verifying uh, which which year it was. Well, we have to because they <laughs> named the sequel to the original movie the same as the original movie. So yep. that's dumb. But, but it's not re- a sequel to the remake of the original movie. No. Um, so I wish, like, my only real complaint about it is the title. Uh, I yeah. wish they would have added <laughs> yeah. some sort of subtitle to yeah. it, like... Just Even if they just called it Halloween 2 again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Halloween 2, but we'll do better this time. What, Halloween 2, T-O-O. Yeah. So Halloween 2. Inevitably, also, when they make a sequel to this, is it going to be Halloween 2? Are we going to have this the actual trilogy of the, the, the oh, main storyline? They should just call Halloween, it. Halloween, <laughs> Halloween 2? I think they should just go for it and call it Halloween again. But no, Halloween. Yeah. And then just have the entire This is Halloween. Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween it'll, 2. It'll be called All Hallows' Eve. I don't know what they're going to call it, but as far as the movie goes, um, it was just nice to see... They Normally when you go back to uh, a franchise that is that old, 
like for example take die hard um, oh i love die hard yeah but you had yeah, your the first, first one you had your yes. first like three die hard movies yeah. which say what you will like the second one i don't like but like yeah two out of three of those are great two out of three yeah. of them are great but they were all kind of made at least within 15 years of each other and then you wait until the timeline's like about ten for the was it ten the first and the third the yeah. third one it was in yeah. the nineties right because yeah, I think yeah I think it was like ninety three or nine and then they yeah, went back so to about two thousand seven to come out with a yeah. sequel that was yeah. just fucking cancer it was it was nothing that Die Hard was about it was it, all they explosions turned it Bruce into Willis was a Superman yeah they turned yeah. it into the fucking transporter yeah he, he jumped on a jet yeah yeah so he drove a car into a helicopter <laughs> so yeah they really took a it, it, and I think the point I'm trying to make is that it seems like they fall out of touch with what it's supposed to be yes yeah. um but Halloween went back and they took they took the brutality of the Rob Zombie remake without the fucking crass yeah <laughs> uh without the bullshit dialogue yeah, uh that without Rob the Zombie loves without the terrible re re story t- I don't know what to say but they redid the origin story and I hated the Rob Zombie remakes but this one it's like they took the brutality of it they got uh they did a really good job of making the mask look like it's 40 years old even though uh there are pictures of the original mask that is actually 40 years old and it looks it looks like it melted yeah i'm sure <laughs> latex doesn't last um yeah. but yeah they they did a good job of tying it to the first movie kind of explaining how this uh this is actually halloween too that everything after the original movie didn't happen anymore uh, simply by saying, you know, after the first movie when he fell off the balcony, and then she looks, Lori goes to look, and he's gone. They're like, yeah, we caught him, though, like, ten minutes later. <laughs> like, a, like the cop in the movie is the guy that caught him, I think. Okay. Uh, he's either the guy that caught him, or he's the guy that was there that night. Supposedly, he stopped Loomis or Lori from killing Michael Myers, so they could arrest him or something. And he's been in uh, that asylum or whatever ever since. And they're so. not siblings because they because yeah, Halloween two is when they became that siblings. was the only time that was there that's when that was first mentioned was in Halloween two so Laurie Strode is basically and it almost makes it scarier that it's now just she's random. just a random lady yeah just yeah. somebody that he couldn't kill so now he wants to kill but I was kind of thinking about it too after I saw the movie like they make such a big deal that it's you know Laurie Strode versus Michael Myers the whole public's you know thinking this because she's the one that survived but is it a big deal to Michael? Because if you think about how he got there, he didn't really get there on his own. He was taken there. Yeah. Like, he was led to Lori. I don't think he really cared to go get her. Of course, you want to think that he did because it's the movie, and, you know, though everybody's waiting for the final conflict between the original Survivor and Michael Myers. Yeah. But I honestly think to Michael Myers, it was just... He was killing everybody he saw. Well, not everybody, because like when he was out during the trick-or-treating scene, he was letting a lot of people live. I mean, he killed a lot of people, but if you look at how many people were out in the streets, most of them got home safely. <laughs> that's the opening of the movie, right? No. Oh, I, was, I heard that the opening of the movie, or whatever, there was like a like 10-minute unbroken shot, which was just amazing. Oh, uh, I don't remember if it was an un, like a, a one-shot thing, but mm-hmm. it was probably when the podcasters were at the asylum trying to interview michael because oh. the whole the for some the reason the whole <laughs> the whole spiel of the movie was them trying to get michael to talk mm-hmm. 
and he's never spoken before except for except for in the Rob in Zombie Rob remake. Zombie shitty movies yeah. where he yells die so yeah let's take the mystique away from Michael Myers a little bit more hey 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 Rob Zombie what's uh Jason Voorhees have to say you know what what would he say Mommy. <laughs> yeah I'm wet um uh Gabe what's your movie I'm going to shift gears a little bit and also very briefly talk about it because I know that this audience isn't the person, the audience that wants to hear about it. A Star is Born. Um, so so it was so good. It was, it was good. And I went to go see it with my friend Shane over here. Yeah, we and, had a date. Uh, he, we did, and he cried like a baby. I did cry, and I can't I definitely cried during that movie. I'm not surprised by this. Is that the Freddie Mercury movie? I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it is I, a. Remake. I didn't cry. My allergies were acting up. That's right. Uh, it, was it was very dusty. There, there was lots of cats in there and flowers. Um, it was a remake of a remake of a remake, but uh, I've never seen it before, so it was new yeah, to me. And Lady Gaga did a great performance, and Bradley Cooper nailed it. Uh, and, as director and as the actor. Uh-huh. And if it does not win Best Actor, Something. I'm going to riot. Just kidding, I'm not going to riot. But it was really good, um, really great music. Uh, it kind of proved it itself by cracking at least one of the their two songs that weren't they were known for into the uh you know lexicon it was actually playing yeah. on the radio um the shallow shallow one. i was gonna say swallow that's wrong no nope, it's not swallow yep, it's uh shallow that was and, the remix um if you don't know how that goes just turn on your radios and, just, and it'll be playing and tune it minutes. to your closest dial and get it get it going that's right i would sing it for you but you're not here to hear me sing so go see it stars born chain what do you got? Uh, so if you had asked me a week earlier, Star is Born would have been my answer as well. But now it's uh, but a movie that I saw too and I liked it a lot. Now it's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I have not seen that yet. Holy crap, that movie is really good. very good. It was shockingly good. Like, I, I expected expect to like it as much yeah, as I did. I expected a really good cartoon movie. Mm-hmm. And it was, definitely. Uh, but it was just a really good movie in general. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that it's it was uh, Lord and Miller uh, that did the Lego movie. Oh, um, yeah. With a more serious subject than Le- the Lego movie, um, made me realize that yeah, no, they're just Wait, two very talented more, directors. How can you get more serious than Legos? That's oh. true. That's true. I'm in the minority here, but I didn't care for the Lego movie. Yeah, it's, I never it, saw the Lego movie. It did not make me laugh. Oh well, I loved it. Uh, but yeah, no, this movie, it was darker at times than I anticipated yeah. it being. Mm-hmm. I remember one. I saw it in theaters with my sister and. Uh, my nieces and nephews and at one point I saw one my niece get up from her chair and crawl into my sister's lap because she was afraid um, which part I can't uh, that would be when I haven't seen the movie yeah I know <laughs> okay um, <never> <laughs> we'll talk about it off mic uh, yeah we'll talk we'll talk about this off mic okay, um, so but and there was there was, it was darker at times it was sad at times yeah um, like really sad at times there was it a just, lot of unexpected twists like it, oh my god! It, it was, was so re- good. really good. It was very, very good. They um, got and they got all the pretty much all the Spider Man, yeah, care, like yeah. everybody who's been a hero in Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Yep, because yeah. I know Spider Gwen's in the movie too. Spider right? Gwen's there. So, uh, you got Spider Man Noir. Um, he was he was placed by he was Nicholas my favorite. Cage. He was my favorite oh, one god. of the uh, all the editions. <laughs> I was expecting to like Peter Porker the best. The Peter Porker Spider-Man. was fun. That was John Mulaney. John Mulaney, but I and I walked away loving Spider Noir. And, uh, uh, middle-aged Spider-Man, voice, voiced by Jake Johnson from New Girl, was also really good. He was great. Which one is is that? Nick. Yeah, Nick, that's yeah. Nick. Perfect. Yeah. Nick, who's in everything these days. <laughs> middle-aged Peter Parker Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Like with yeah. a with Af- 
Five o'clock shadow. Yep, and a gut. Yep. And a gut. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. And Miles Morales is uh, Donald Glover, right? No, no he's no, a it's guy not. I've never heard. Of. Um, it's a younger younger actor. It's not somebody that's like really? a real well known person. Yeah, I, I heard that he, great he got the, that was the rumor at first, but it, but because no, everybody it, wanted him to do it in the live action movies, and I thought I I guess maybe I just it was my mind thinking like oh they they made an animated movie and threw him a threw him the role there so they could you know. Give everybody I, what they want in a way. I was totally okay I mean, with it not being uncle, Donald Glover, but hmm? he yeah, is his too. uncle though. His yeah, uncle. in the uh, live, Ali. Action. Yeah. live action, live action. Oh yeah, Marshall Ali. Yeah, so he, good. Such I said his character. name way wrong. <laughs> Such a great character. Yeah, yeah, did great too. That was a thing too. I'm like, isn't Donald Glover a little old to play Miles? Yeah, yeah. that's why I was okay like, with the he's character. He's like 34 the they did, yeah, so. at this point at yeah. least. His voice would not have fit the the sprite. Mm. The, the cartoon character. So, yeah. um, but speaking of after credits for Marvel movies, that was the greatest. <laughs> it was probably my top five. It was probably my favorite one that I've ever seen after credit. Yes, it, I'm and not going to say anything about only it. Only me and my yeah. niece stayed around for it. The the other th- uh, four left because they didn't realize something would be there, and I was like, there's no, there's definitely going to be something. There. I don't get why at this point we're ten years into Marvel yeah. movies, people are still leaving. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand yeah. it either. And I get it, some people don't have the time, or they're going to look it up online later, but like the entire theater was cleared out like there's not that many people who don't want to stick around for yeah. after the credits when they just yeah. watch this two it's hour movie. just pure ignorance and yep. you know when i was younger i didn't know that like i didn't know there was a post credits to spider-man to, to uh iron man uh, x-men 3 oh, oh yeah, yeah. Which, that's kind of or pirates of the caribbean 3 for about <laughs> like at years i didn't yeah. know that there was I, something more. i just learned there was one for pirates of the caribbean 3 but i also didn't really care somebody much say that. pirates i love pirates no. hey. yeah it's not like a huge thing. It's uh, it's yeah. ten years later. Oh Will no! Comes back. Okay, I did yeah. see that. Never mind. Because he's Davy Jones now. Yeah. yeah. But he's the crazy. lead singer of the Monkees. Yeah. Yeah. He comes back and sees his kid on shore because. Yeah. Also, the Stan Lee cameo will probably make you cry. Well, if not the cameo, the quote at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It was It'll good. probably make you cry, and I'm. I think they have the thing is with Stan Lee is uh. He died. They did. Uh, they filmed a lot of his cameos. Yeah, yeah. They've so, already filmed a bunch of them. So he's gonna be in more movies. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. I think like he's, he's got like three or four that he's, he's got. gonna be in Avengers. Yep. Yeah. He's gonna be in Captain Marvel, and I believe there's one more that he's filmed already. That just because he Black Panther two. I don't know. No. I think he filmed at the same time he did the Avengers one though. Yeah, but the one I'm guessing the Avengers one is what's gonna make everybody cry because it's going to be the first time you see him since Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Capt- is that coming out first? Yeah. February. Oh, well, whatever. Uh, and so, so I forgot that was happening. Yeah, it it look it looks like it should be good. I'm sure actually, it'll be good. Forward to that. Um, so yeah, actually, in that uh, movies that you're looking forward to this year, uh, 2019. Uh, even though we didn't, we didn't talk about uh, Avengers. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was going to say like Captain Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> that's a safe bet. Yeah. I don't. I honestly don't know about. Yeah, I don't really have many other ones. Well, and like our list, like like Star is Born, we didn't know. Well, I think if exactly. you were really were looking into it, you knew yeah. that was coming, but you didn't know it you was going to be as good. I am excited good. for Star Star is Born two coming out this next year. A star is uh, another born. Star is Born. So you probably yeah it's 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 your Avenger type movies which I am looking forward to Endgame is that what the yeah Yeah, Endgame is the next one I still have yet to watch the trailer that's fine you don't need to yeah there's not a lot in it 
Which no. is why I was okay with this trailer because it yeah. was it was enough. It was basically the equivalent of an announcement trailer. Oh, yeah. It's just showing you how helpless everyone is. Okay, with one little shine of hope. Say, well, That's pretty yeah, funny because people uh, make the joke where they show a picture of Captain Marvel and they're like, "Here's the person you thought was going to save the universe," yeah. and then it's a picture of. I, I mean, it's a trailer. I won't spoil it. All right, yeah. it's not a spoiler, but uh, Ant Man's back. Yep. It says, here's the person who's going to save the universe. Yep. Good. And he's uh, just as charismatic as ever. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like the little humor at the end of this like trailer okay. that's really built around being helpless and you know yeah. the Avengers mm-hmm. have been defeated. Yeah. Uh, so TV show of the year, uh, we're gonna start with Shane. Oh, okay. It's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, so my television show of the year was My Hero Academia season three. I've never heard of this show. Me neither. Uh, it's an anime. Oh, oh. you, <laughs> uh, Matt, you might like it, but probably won't. Maybe. So I'm more on the side of I probably won't. Yep. <laughs> My buddy Carl and I love this show. Uh, it is, it's the story of a uh, school of a school in a world where pretty much everybody has a superpower. Oh, so like the X Men. Y- y- sort of, or but sort of like high. everyone in the world has a superpower. It's not yeah. just so everybody's the X Men. Yeah. Oh. Um. And everyone's because special, so no one. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Uh, oh, there you go. Uh, so because of that, there's a lot more villains that have more strengths to do villainy stuff. So they, like a scary world. They train yeah. certain people with the with the more impressive powers to be heroes or assistant heroes. And it's the story of this school, and it's really good. It, I'm not doing it justice. Um, yeah, I'm it, I'm not a huge anime fan, and I got caught up into this show. So it's yeah. just it's just well the the storylines are are well drawn out and well executed. Oh, and, drawn out! I see what you did there. Yes. Thanks, anime. Yep. And yeah, I fully fully recommend it. It's it's was my favorite show of the year uh, by by far, and it has been for the last two years. So. Yeah, there's that. Um, Gabe, what's yours? And so, don't get into too much spoilery on this one, because Shane and I just started watching this yeah, show. Yeah, we're in season two right now. <laughs> Spoiler alert, so have I. And that's how great the show is. So um, I, just like the video game talk, I'm guilty of watching a bunch of shows from years past, yep. such as The Wire and uh, <laughs> Parks and Recreation. Parks and Recreation, shows that are long done. So... Um, but there was one show that I started watching a few months ago, um, and then um, just recently started watching hardcore again. Is the Good Place, and it's by the same guy. Yeah, it's by Michael Schur, the guy sure. who does The Office and Parks and Rec. Yeah, there you you were telling me about and this Brooklyn last night, yeah. Yeah. which it's, now I've never heard of it, but now I yeah. want to see it because yeah, it yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah, starring Kristen Bell. Oh, the names you'd know would be starring Kristen Bell and Ted Danson. And Ted Danson Ted is Danson? so yes. yeah. great in this he show. He's really oh. good. <laughs> and then somebody who you don't know is Jamila Jamil. Um, I think she's known because of this show. She plays Tahani. Yep. And she's probably my second favorite behind Ted Danson. She's so funny. And um, it's just a well-written show. It's witty. It's, um, it's kind of uplifting in this dark, bleak world we're living in that's about, you know, heaven, basically. And um, she's wrongfully put into heaven, and this is it. that's the entire plot, is that she's trying to 
Yeah, she accidentally took the place of someone with the same name as her. So they explained in the first one. <laughs> yep. 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 So she was supposed to go to hell. Yes. Yeah. The bad place. The, yeah. The bad place. The bad place. Yeah. Right. And this is the good place. Yes. Yep. God. And there's a lot of great actors and actresses that yeah. we know who make appearances throughout, such Just as spit people. Adam Scott. Yep. He's great. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. It makes. Yeah. yeah. All the all the cameos. It's like, well, with the Adam Scott one, Shane and I were watching it, and it's like. I recognize that voice mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was like What's a up, little dummies? like thing on like a speaker and it's mm-hmm. like what the hell and then this train arrives and it's freaking adam scott mm-hmm. and it's like oh god damn it of course it was him yes. um i would say my favorite character in that one is janet janet's great janet. janet's she's fantastic great. not a robot she, she, now she at first i didn't like her character all that much because oh she's just perfect and she's always smiling and that's ha 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 but that's and part of the humor she does <laughs> yeah, exactly and i and i realize i didn't realize it but that i i kind of Something clicked, and I'm like, okay, I actually like Janet now. But somebody who was funny from the start was Tahani, and just, she's, I don't know. Enough good things can't be mm-hmm. said about her. She's going places. See, I disagree. She's probably my least favorite character. That's surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I but, would say, I don't, the Buddhist monk, the guy. Really? Really? Yeah, I, I actually like him favorite. a lot, too. Yeah. He's by far um, my least favorite. It's but just, yeah, just, he does so well at playing that character. Yep. Uh, so, Dustin, what was your. Uh, TV show of the year. Well, R.A.P. But I went with Daredevil <laughs> season three. Um, Why does Netflix keep canceling all the good things? Because Disney's got their own streaming Dis- service. Disney's and- going to come out their streaming service, and I think they're just not renewing the licenses yeah. on everything. But I mean, that makes sense for your pick, not for mine. Well, we'll see what happens when we get to your pick. But yeah, for. Daredevil season three, I have liked pretty much all the Marvel shows. I mean, some more than others, but I've like at least everything I've seen, I've liked on Netflix. Even Iron Fist season one. Yeah, I think yeah. like you and I are like the two guys yeah. who are like defending it. Like, no, it's like not it. that bad. It's fun. Uh, season two was way better. Yes. yes. Um, which was a real bummer too that that also. I mean, they're all gonna get canceled. Don't get it twisted. Just because Jessica Jones and the Punisher haven't been canceled yet, they're. Just because they already have the seasons done, yeah. Uh, so those will be coming out, and then guess what? You're gonna hear that they got canceled too. Yeah. Um, but Daredevil season three was, uh, you know, I think they took. They, it's like they just took the ball and fucking ran with it after the last two seasons because yeah. it was so. And, and after Defenders too. I'm not gonna get too deep into yeah. it, Shane. You can unplug yeah. your ears. Okay. I'm not gonna like give spoilers. <laughs> what are you no. doing? Not there? anything more than you would know that's in the show, like bullseyes yeah. in the show Colin Farrell damn it no I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah so but the like what they did with bull with bullseye I just thought was so interesting I think they made him the most I mean the most interesting character in all the Marvel shows and it's just sad that he was only in one season of one series yeah uh but just the in the guy they got he he played that role so Colin perfectly Farrell. of this unhinged he did like I don't want to say subtle. Colin Farrell played unhinged like <laughs> he was the fucking Joker. Yeah, <laughs> um, like he was Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell. And like to be fair, Colin Farrell was the only redeeming part of that movie. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I liked Michael Clark Duncan. Well, yeah, Michael. Clark yeah, that's speaking I, of R.I.P. I guess, yeah, right? but the mm. but the thing that that's made power. The most entertaining part of that movie was Colin Farrell as yes. Bullseye. Yeah, but that's true. In this series, they it's like they they took Bullseye seriously. We can yeah, at least it was, it's fair it was, to say yeah. they didn't take him seriously. Yeah, prior. it was a more realistic portrayal of how that character would 
kind of come to be. Yeah. Which is, yeah. They did a real good job with it. Your first, uh, the first time you see him before you know he's Bullseye, you know he's Bullseye. Yeah. Like, like they do it in a way that's real. like, this guy's off. Why? And it's like, then it starts to click and it's like, oh. And then you see the scene. Yeah. Uh, where it's very obvious that he's going to be Bullseye. And it's one of those, I think, one of those goosebumpy moments mm-hmm. when, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say it. too much because okay. Shane hasn't seen it. But, like, yeah. they just took a, a concept and made it so interesting. And all I wanted to do was see a season four. Yeah. All see where it was going to go. Zoom, 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 and, you boom, boom. and then they just fucking took it Shake away. Yeah. Um, and then my pick, also <laughs> freaking canceled by Netflix. Uh, American Vandal season two. Oh yeah, I don't know what happened. Really? What? That was canceled. Yeah, it was canceled right after, or the season dropped. Basically, weird. And it was so canceling a lot of stuff. They've been canceling a lot of stuff. Um, and you wouldn't think that a TV show about two kids investigating a poop crime would be my favorite show of the year but it was mm-hmm. <laughs> and because I thought it was very good but it was missing some aspects of season one mostly the character of uh, I forget his name Derek some white bread name spray paint guy yeah yeah Tatum. well it it yeah it didn't have like Jock. it didn't have the heart of season one Ward um Scotty uh, no uh Trenton. No. You keep saying names before I can even think, but um, it, it doesn't matter because we're talking about season two. That's true, yeah. Um, season two, yeah, like, I don't think, think it... I, I, I actually think, as a whole, it was a better season to me because I think it commented on... It was incredibly funny comedy, but it commented on our society a lot mm-hmm. towards the end. And, and it was just fantastic and just really comments on how we kind of now see the world mm-hmm. in a lot of ways mm-hmm. so uh, our last topic just very switching subjects is I'm wrestler really, of the year I'm really nervous about this one so Gabe you get to go first good then. I just want to rip this off like a band-aid I have my reasons for this everybody okay. um now we know he's not the best technical wrestler of the year. That would be AJ Styles. Uh, I've ch- uh, let's see. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan or Zack Saber Saber Jr. Jr. Yeah. I haven't seen Zack Saber Jr. in action. He's yeah. good. He's good. I'd also say Jonathan Gresham. Um, yeah. So as you know, this was a transition year for me from WWE to um, Ring of Honor, um, and so when oh, we wa- was this a transition year when we watched WWE all and Ring of Honor? in. Um, there was a moment in the beginning of the of the show where it was the ending of the battle royale when this masked guy ran up behind uh, formerly known as Bubba Ray Dudley now Bully Ray, Bully Ray, Bully Ray. Um, who thought he won the match and there's this masked guy he rips off the match mask and all of a sudden it's Flip Gordon and everybody oh, yeah. who in the in the arena erupted and they're just like, oh my god, it's Flip Gordon, and he's gonna win the battle royale to go on to face Jay Lethal for the belt. It is killing me you're calling it a battle royale and not a battle royal. Sorry. Yeah. You're fine. A battle royale with cheese. There you go. <laughs> and then um, but also like throughout the match, everybody in who I was watching it with, they're just like, where's Flip Gordon? Blah blah blah. Or I don't know. Like um when he ripped off the mask. Even everybody in the room was just like, oh my god, it's Flip Gordon. So this kind of um, 
spurred something in my head. I'm like, who is this Flip Gordon guy? And then he's just an underdog. He's a guy who he's pretty good in the ring, and his character is the underdog, just like Daniel Bryan. But, um, but yeah, I'm not gonna touch that one because I know Daniel Bryan is uh, a better version of that. But, um, he also went on to fight Jay Lethal and held his own in this world title match, which was also a lot of fun. And so then I'm like, hmm, I kind of like this Flip Gordon guy. He's a lot of fun. And so uh, um, when I watched Ring of Honor, the first episode I watched was Flip Gordon beating uh, the last real American, the last last real man, Silas Young, in a roll up, I think. And I'm like, huh, this guy can really stand against the best, even though I had no idea who Silas Young was. And then, he definitely right. looked a lot tougher, though, didn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, a couple episodes later in, in Ring of Honor, he's getting the he's getting lashed by um, Bully Ray. And yeah. this was a time where, like, the entire locker room came out to show their support for this uh, Flip Gordon. And uh, this Flip Gordon guy that I keep hearing so much about. And I just thought that was really cool how everybody banded together behind this character. And it kind of made me appreciate the other side of wrestling. And so that's why Flip Gordon, even though it's crazy to say, is my wrestler of the year. You know, they in uh, Being the Elite, they told a good story with that mm-hmm. too. Like yeah. That was another one that Where wrapped up uh, going, like yeah. the whole you know, gimmick of yeah. him on yeah, the show was not, yeah, he wants to get on booked show. on yeah. All In and yeah. Cody Rhodes yeah. is like, I'm not fucking booking you on there. Yeah, Why? Yeah. I don't know, because you want to fuck my wife? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, probably that a little yeah. bit, yeah. <laughs> and then he, you know, when the when the pay per view happened, took off the mask. Everybody in that crowd obviously mm-hmm. watches the show. Yeah. Everybody got excited. He got yeah. on the show. Yeah, he's a fun and, guy. Yeah, and like you said, the the last few months probably because of the fact that he's still under contract um, with Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor has smartly been booking the show around yeah. him. Book flip, like, it worked. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be there for a couple years. Because he's under contract. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He's at least through this year for sure. Okay. They're um, gonna probably try sweeten the deal. They're to going get him to, to try re-sign. and sweeten the deal as much as possible. We'll see what happens if. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he has anywhere else to go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or um, so the rumors. I don't know. Yeah. But no, he he's in a good position, and actually, overall, uh, he had a decent. Uh, uh, he because of the relationship between Ring of Honor and New Japan, he was able to do Best of Super Juniors and actually had a pretty good showing in that. So no, it's actually a pretty quality pick. Yes, uh, Dustin, who is your pick? Because I'm going to save Shane for last. Ooh. Um, I went with uh, Johnny Gargano for similar reasons. Why I, I didn't touch on what my one of my runner ups for a match of the year was going to be because I was going to talk about it here. But similar to Daniel Bryan, um, I I just really like Johnny Gargano's heel turn because he's a guy that you just didn't expect to ever be a heel. No, not again, yeah. Especially in WWE because, you know, he was the last white meat baby face, the most sympathetic character. But they did it with Sami Zayn and they did it with Johnny Gargano. And I really just... uh, liked the the concept of him always being like i'm not the bad guy i'm the hero like he's like he's playing this like delusional yeah guy that's just a piece of shit now yeah but no no the fact that like with the for the alistair black match the fact that he's 
out there in Punisher gear. Yeah, which I really dug yeah. the... And it's like, no, he... He is like he's the anti-hero in his mind. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm not doing things perfectly by the book, but I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And that's how he's approaching it in his head and it's a great character, yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to get somebody over and keep them over without without doing it in a stale way because that way's not really done where the villain thinks they're the hero, not in yeah. wrestling at least. So No, and and the fact that I mean, he's Johnny Wrestling. He is like now with Johnny Takeover. Yeah, now he's Johnny, which I like too. Another like heel little like it's it's like it's still kind of the same, but he he's kind of like he took the um, Shawn Michaels on Mister WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, Mister WrestleMania, the showstopper. I was gonna say, and it's like no, he's taking that and kind of modernizing it. It's been really cool. Um, And then. Uh, so anything else on Gargano? Yeah, so his match with Aleister Black, that was my yep. one of my runner-ups and I just it was it was just the storytelling in that is so good down to him like getting ready for Black Mass and being like just do it. Yeah, just, just do, do it. it. And then he ducks, yep. rolls him up, gets a quick fall scene and I think shortly after that he gets fucking yeah, clocked with he, he, right two that. with two of them. Yeah. And then yep. after the match tweeted just for the record it took two Black Masses to beat me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Gargano. Yeah, Gargano. Much like Daniel Bryan on like the main roster WWE, they're they're playing similar but different characters. Yeah, they're the, they the are that, the good guys. Yeah, but he and again in that match too, he didn't really cheat. He didn't go nope. like I I appreciate the um, heel work when you're not relying on cheating because like when I'm on a lot of shows, especially like starting up. I would be told, like, you're a heel, find a way to cheat. Like, the cutoff needs to be dirty, blah, blah, blah. Not to pull the curtain too far back, like, every, not like anybody fucking knows already, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> like, when the heel starts taking over the match, typically it's something illegal. Yeah. But you can't just cheat all the time. It's yeah. not the, like, in the 90s, you go back and watch, like, Nitro. It's, like, all that shit. Yep. It gets a little boring. Like, how many times can I outsmart this ref who's supposed to be you know educated on on top yeah. of everything on the sport blah 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 like and i like the subtle the subtle it's just dirty enough but it's not illegal it's not against the rules like yeah just little things like that like like oh you're a real shithead for doing that but you're allowed to do it yeah. <laughs> it's still in the rule books damn it yeah yeah i can't even come up with an example maybe like you know guys running at you you uh drop to a hold throw it into the ropes or something yeah like something like that like it's not against the rules but it's but dirty it's, yeah it's like it's immoral kind of yeah or like, the or the like rick flair's like you know chopping the back of the leg yeah. taking the guy down it's it's a legal move he's not a low blow nothing wrong with it but it's yeah. mm-hmm. it's underhanded yeah yeah and you can do stuff like that really well yeah uh so that was that was your pick my pick uh is really the world traveler of this list uh and that's will osprey um and so cool and he was my pick just because even though i've been watching a lot of new japan and i've been watching a lot of progress uh but like every continent i've seen him wrestle on he has had great matches he has been a baby face or a heel throughout this year and he's done both very well Mm -hmm. um 
because he's supposed to be the bad guy in the Jimmy Havoc feud, and you want Havoc to kill him because he's a little prick. Um, but then you're cheering for him in New Japan, and you want him to beat Marty Skrull. Um, had some of the, the best matches of the year. Like, he wasn't in my top five, but I did an overall rankings and, like, did all the numbers. He was ahead of Kenny Omega. Nice. <laughs> Which, just because he's been so solid throughout the whole year, um, and he's just been working his ass off, too. Mm-hmm. Even though he almost busted a... He tore something in his rib and basically had like november and most of december off Mm. because he wasn't medically cleared but then comes back with that tag team match with tanahashi against the golden lovers and then i was i was commenting on that video that you sent me um he was the king of counters like everything that every time he countered anything i'm just like oh my god that was awesome there was a time where he countered a spanish fly just by landing upright Yep. And just, that was just awesome. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Cons- like, consistently, he's yeah. the one that makes the gifts that yep. end up on Reddit and Imager for yeah. people yeah. that aren't even wrestling fans. Like, no. recently, it was yeah, the, the Ibushi yep. that was, jumps that was, up. Yeah, that was from that match. Yeah, Hurakurana front flip lands on his feet and stands there like a fucking yep. cyborg. Yeah. And then the camera work was just perfect. Yeah, with the Ibushi catching yeah. him doing the Ibushi slow look. looking behind him like, did he, what? Did he just <laughs> land on his feet? Yeah. And the thing is, too, was perfect about that is that if he didn't land on his feet you just sell the move yeah yep. <laughs> you know they're yep. like nothing yep. could go wrong yep exactly <laughs> i didn't um, watch that match but that's the only thing i've seen it's, but it's very is, good match yeah it's a really yeah. good match it's free to it's so a great three-person right match now, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah as we keep joking it's a great three-person match because it's a because you've seen enough tanahashi matches in mm-hmm. new japan especially tag team matches he doesn't tag in. No. <laughs> no. He, get, he gets in the ring, takes one hit, rolls out of the ring, waits a couple minutes, comes back in. He pulls yeah. the old brother card. Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm the yep. vet now. I'm yep. gonna... It's kind of like, hasn't Cena been doing a little bit of that? Cena's like, been doing that. that, that comes was... in for his tags, gets the... Maybe gets the hot tag, five moves of doom, fucking yep. blah, blah, blah. Yep, yep. No, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, the, like, Tanahashi, in that match, like, my favorite thing tanahashi did was take a sling blade uh uh-huh. from kenny omega yeah. and then omega does tanahashi's pose on the, <laughs> on the corner and it's like that's the only reason you needed to be in here cool <laughs> go bye <laughs> um and then he went and then he wins yep. um and then i think a lot of other places uh will have shane's pick for yeah. Wrestler of the year. It's a pretty popular pick. Pretty uh, it's popular really pick. wrestler of the last third of the year. Um, <laughs> yep. But she's been doing some really fantastic things. Uh, mine is the man, Becky Lynch. The Baxter. Yep. Uh, she's got this... She, she reminds me... What she's doing right now reminds me a lot of Stone Cold Steve Austin. I've heard that comparison yeah. a lot. Yeah, and, and it, it has a lot to do with the fact that they were trying to turn her heel. Yep, but yep. she's doing it too well to actually get booed. So people were cheering her, and she was just embracing that rather than just rather than being that heel that keeps trying to get the crowd to turn away from her. She was embracing the fact that the crowd was liking her while she was doing her heel stuff. Yeah. So she's just coming off as super badass. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. The yeah. um, the big moment when she turned uh when she you know cheap shotted Charlotte. 
on paper, she should have been like, oh, that she's a real piece of shit. But everybody was like, fucking finally. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yep. Yeah, it's like you finally stood up for yourself against Charlotte. Thank you. Well, it's I think it's that and then a little bit of like, finally, you're fucking doing something with her. Like everybody's just been begging for this since NXT. Yeah. Like I've always she's always been one of my favorites, too. And then it was just exciting because it's like, finally, like this will lead most likely to a title run, which it did. Um, You know, and she she had two very good matches (laughs) at the end of the year, both of them. Uh, would be higher up in in my opinion. Yep. Evolution and the the TLC match both would be higher up on my list of matches of the year if it wasn't for the ending for both of them. Mm-hmm. Well, no, well the yeah the ending for both of them. The the Evolution one I had a problem with how slow it started as well because um, it it really slow built so it was hard to get into it at first, especially after watching an entire pay per view. Yeah. Um, but the last ten minutes of that match were just bang bang boom and a lot of fun. Um. And then the the TLC match was just great, up to Ronda coming out and yeah. winning but, the match that, for Oscar. But that, that like, was building something. That's yeah, building that to WrestleMania, which yeah. I think you know it gets the title off of Becky. So, if I mean, if I'm going to assume she's going to go on to win the Rumble, yeah. challenge Ronda, and then yeah. you're going to have your WrestleMania match. I mean, I know everybody was like, "Oh, it was going to be Charlotte, though." I don't. Th- Charlotte, I think that's a red Charlotte, Charlotte got to have the Oscar match. Yeah. I think this time it's Becky's time. I, and I think if it's if they're smart, they because I know I know they want to do the Charlotte match eventually, but you hold off and you strike when the iron's hot mm-hmm. at, with yeah. Becky. Yeah, and it's like no, we can do. That's this. the money match right now. Yeah, that is the money. And you match. don't make it a triple threat. That's no. what I'm worried about is is switching it to the triple threat. Make it make it Becky and Ronda and make it the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, because that's the thing is everybody's saying it's, they're gonna main event the show. Um, it's the money match. It's the best match that they've got as of right now that I can think of to put on the top of the card. Well, Ron, you got Ronda, who's the biggest, you know, most uh, name value in yep. the company, and then you got the most over uh, woman in the company. Yep, yep. it only arguably the most over person in the company right yeah. now. Yeah, uh, and I mean, there's other matches you could do. But they're never gonna make the SmackDown title the. The main event because you know Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles again. It's been been a great match. They've already had three great matches this year. I don't think that's going to be. Uh, but it, it's it's not going to it. No, it's the, it's too early. It's, it's the, not going to be. It's the Rumble. Yep. match. it's not going to keep moving to that point. Um, I've heard that they might do Almas, uh, which I think would be really good. Almas and Bryan. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a great match. Uh, yeah. That that they're they're looking to push Almas. Um, they don't, uh, and that would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a lot of fun. They've already they did that match with a dirty finish, already. Um, I believe it was with a dirty finish. Well, or before Brian turned heel. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, are I, you thinking Ali? No, I'm thinking of okay. of Almas. I th- I think that's whoever Brian was feuding with came out okay. at that time. Yeah. Well, uh, Ali too. He made uh, he would be a good honorable mention for wrestler of the year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just looking at where he can't. He's oh, they've said he's not even a part of two hundred five live anymore, right? He's nope, he's, he's on, on SmackDown. SmackDown. Oh wow. No. Yep. So he's um, the first guy to step out from the cruiserweight division for singles. Yeah, because they, they've got the Lucha House Party. Yeah, on they've done Raw, tag teams, yeah, but... which I mean, even back in the day, the cruiserweight tag teams always were a thing too. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but. but um Ali and I mean maybe it's because he he kind of comes from the same group that I came from granted he was much earlier but yeah. um 
it's still cool to see a guy um who was in places that I've been in now yeah. go on to do such cool things. I mean, yeah. the same thing with, uh, like, seeing Arya get to WWE. Like, that was just cool because it's like, like, shit, I've shared a bunch of locker rooms with him. Yeah. You know, I've talked uh, to him quite a bit. He's yeah. a cool well, dude. And, and, the, and the, the cool thing with Mustafa Ali is the fact that, like, before the Cruiserweight Classic, mm-hmm. he was almost just working freelance. Yeah, I think he's even said he was about ready to quit. Yeah, he was about ready to quit. He's like, oh, I'll give this WWE thing a try. Oh, yeah. fucking look at where this has gotten me. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm on TV being Sub-Zero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I just think that's uh, that's a pretty cool accomplishment, too, that I think really kind of came out of left field, too. I didn't yeah. I didn't really yeah. expect that to happen. Yeah, I, th- I think they really... It, it wouldn't surprise me if it was Brian pitching it and being like i want to have a match with this guy and if he does well bring him up yeah and they're like okay we'll we'll give you a shot because clearly they want to make brian happy (laughs) (laughs) um so they're terrified of him leaving yeah because wasn't the the heel turn his idea too yeah the heel turn was his idea too um (laughs) And it's like, yeah, he's got the con- he's got like the multi-year contract, but they don't they don't they want to keep him happy. Well, they <laughs> had a guy under a multi-year contract before who they didn't make happy, and then he uh, left. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, went somewhere else and embarrassed himself. But, yeah, uh, but- <laughs> oh, I know you're telling. Got paid a lot to do it though. Yes, he did. Um, got paid to get knocked out twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, tapped out then knocked out yeah. yeah you got tapped out and then tapped no out, he, no that went to a, decision he made a full decision and yeah. oh that was a bad that match a bad though match. oh that, that was probably match, the worst fight the I've other ever guy watched. won and came out of it looking yeah. worse yeah yeah but like like we can make fun of punk I don't want to make fun of punk though because like he just he was in over his head because he's listening like, no no i everybody always talks about like uh you got to respect the balls it takes to get in there, which you do. You yeah. do, exactly. But that's, that's where it falls on the UFC to go, what the hell yeah. were you thinking? Well, yeah. I don't know why they gave him the second match. Yeah. I, money. Yes, <laughs> it was money. I still think it's funny because I think you can actually go back on this, like, well, our old podcast and hear me talk about, no, I think Punk just wants to fight a couple times and then start doing commentary. Yeah, he just got his first commentary <laughs> gig. Did he? Commentary. Yeah, it's not for UFC though. It's mm. for like one of their subsidiaries. Got like, it. It's okay. on Fight Pass, but he's gonna be basically probably trying to work his way up, especially yeah. when you got like. Um, but when you got you Dominic don't Cruz, you got Cruz, you got Daniel Cormier, yeah. um, and Cruz Bisping's too. In the in the studio. Bisping just signed a deal to be a commentator yeah. now too. Uh, and you got Joe Rogan, who's the best uh, of all time. Granted, who knows how long he's going to yeah. keep doing it. Because it seems like every time his contract's up, he's like, I guess I'll, I'll sign another year. But he's not doing multi-years, and he's only doing pay-per-views in America. Yeah. yeah. So you need a team. But, you know, UFC is also expanding, and they got, you know, they're going on to ESPN. They got their Fight Pass shows. They got the ESPN uh, streaming app now that they're going to have events on. So you're going to have probably have different di- teams. You'll have different teams for all these. Um and he's got name value, so yeah. he and he wants to be involved in MMA, and he's a good talker. So why wouldn't you have him in there? If he, as long as he knows his shit, which I think he, knows yeah, as, lo- as long as he's he, as he's doing well at it, because there's a lot of people that you would have thought would have been good commentators, 
and then you hear them talk. Uh, it happens a lot in football. Yeah. Where they're like great talkers in, on the street, and then, you know, Tiki Barber gets behind a microphone, and you're like, that is the worst thing I've ever listened to. Yeah. Um, I mean, and then you got your guys on the. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the show's called. It's like UFC Today or whatever, the panel oh, yeah, show yeah, yeah, yeah. that panel like show. Woodley's on, and mm-hmm. uh, Misha Tate was on for a while. Um, I don't remember who's all on the show now, yeah, cause but it, yeah, because it, it Bis- ro- Bisping it was on there, yeah. and he was really good on there. So it makes yeah. sense that he would transition into actual commentary. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how where Punk would go in the lineup because I'm sure he's going to be behind a lot of people, yeah, but yeah, he might be, be on some of the like C or D shows. Yeah. You yeah. know, maybe commentate on uh, if they keep doing their YouTube series stuff. He could commentate on some of those. Yeah. Um, but another guy uh, who's worth a mention of leaving WWE and actually making a pretty decent impact uh, elsewhere is uh, Neville leaving WWE <laughs> and then like immediately going back to Dragon Gate doing a kick-ass job mm. and now is starting to do UK dates now, which, you know, a match with Zack Sabre Jr. and a match with Will Ospreay already booked. Yeah, so, like that's that's pretty awesome. That's pretty fun. Th- so. Wasn't his comeback tweet like "I'm alive, bitches" or something? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> his and name's not Neville anymore. It's is it? now Pac. Pac. Yeah, Pac. he's back yep. to that was his Which, indie name before. Yeah. Wasn't it? Okay. Every time Kyle says Pac, I'm like Xbox Wrestling again. <laughs> well, he is. he is. Yeah. But he's getting booked in like big spots. Is what I kept. It's like he's like, oh yeah, Pac and Zack Saber Jr. I was like, X Pac and Zack Saber Jr. I don't want to watch that. That'd be interesting. That would be. I was like, I'd kind of want to watch. See, X Pac would not be able to get into the positions that Zack Saber Jr. puts people in for his. I don't know. He's probably been doing DDP yoga. That's true. Yeah. Every old wrestler is. Yeah. I should be doing that because I'm not very. Flexible. I should be doing. And that you too. love DDP. Yeah. <laughs> Any it's reason just to watch him? That's right. Yeah. Uh, so with that, we will sign off. Uh. Uh, you can check out all my stuff at knockdownentertainment.com. Oh, yeah. Hold knocked on. Down. Amanda no. Nunes knocked the fuck oh, yeah. out of Chris Cyborg. <laughs> like, yeah. Fighter of the year? I mean, it has fighter, to. She yeah. has to be. DC. DC's up there, but. DC's my fighter of the year. He didn't do the impossible. He won two belts. He beat Stipe. He beat. Uh, yeah, but everybody's got two fucking belts these days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nunez does, too. And hers were more impressive. I I disagree, but okay. Yeah. No, DC's was definitely impressive. Yeah. Nunez has fought one fight this year, though, didn't she? Didn't she? Wasn't she sick for the other two dates she was supposed to fight? Um, she there was one she was supposed to do where she something she was wrong with dehydrated, her. Dehydrated. A I lot think. of this was yeah. She had a fight where she had to postpone because she was dehydrated. That was her last actual fight. Um, yeah, I think that was July. But I think yeah, I, I think, think that's that the only fight. fight I think that's fight the fight only week, other fight yeah. she's had this year. But. She came in and knocked out the unstoppable force that yeah. is Cyborg, and that's impressive. Yeah, nobody thought she was gonna do it. I didn't even think she was gonna do it from her entrance. Nope. Like we were yeah. commenting on her entrance that she looked like a ghost that was just gonna like being led to the freaking gallows. Basically. She looked like she was walking to her death, but it's yeah. kind of it kind of reminded me like Cyborg came out without a care in the world. Yeah. Uh, and, and why would caught. she? Why yeah. would she? She didn't get caught. She got, she got outstruck. Yeah. Because yeah. she got caught about six, seven times. <laughs> she had a chance to, if she could have grappled her and brought her to the ground to get out of the, you know, probably get out of the first and try to settle down. But 
Yep. The second that she started to grab her, for some reason, she decided to push her away and stand back up, and I went, it's over. It's, uh, she was already concussed. Yeah, it was probably, probably what was going on. It was, she got knocked about three or four times before she had the chance to grapple, so. It was kind of like, uh, with Rhonda and Holly Holm, like, Rhonda was knocking people out left and right, but her strong suit was judo, was her grappling, and she just got rocked too many times before she even attempted to go for any sort of takedown. Mm -hmm. Uh, and at that point, you know, she's already on Dream Street. You know, you can't put your thoughts together. And I think with Cyborg, it was that flurry was just coming at her like crazy. Because yeah. I think right off the bat, she wanted the, she had the ego thing where she's like, this bitch ain't going to knock me out. Yep, Cyborg went right at her and it was a mistake. Yeah, because it's worked for her for the last decade. Yep. Yeah. She's been able to do that with everybody. Nobody's been able to touch Cyborg. Still, they did. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That was cool. That was real. Yeah, that was real cool because that was last night as we're recording mm-hmm. this because we're recording it on thirtieth. So, um, but yeah, any plugs, Dustin? Uh, yeah. So uh, I got my pro wrestling tea store still. Um, pro wrestling slash Scott Story, and I just opened an Etsy shop. Uh, I don't really have a good link for it, so yeah. just search Nightmare Stories on there. Uh, it's currently empty because I just sold uh, my only mask I had up there, but I just finished a new one that I'm going to be putting up there very shortly. So if it's not up there by the time this podcast drops, it will be shortly after. There you go. Gabe? Um, follow me on Twitter at Gabe Reno, G-A-B-E-R-I-N-N-O, and uh, Snapchat, G-A-B-E-R-I-N-N-O, G-A-B-E-R-R-I-N-N-O. Um, very funny on Twitter. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't do a lot of snapping, but I look at other people's stories. So uh, there we go. Yeah, next up on uh, on <laughs> cool. cool, relaxing rides, we got uh, All right, Shane, you got, got some groovy tunes. Uh, I've got nothing to plug. Okay. Uh, and then, like I said earlier, you can find all my stuff, knockdownentertainment.com or knocked out films on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, yeah. I also have Instagram. Yeah. Twitter and Facebook I, at the Scott Story on all of those. I guess I have those. Uh, look at look out. We're gonna come out with more episodes of character work, character work. coming up in the new year. So look out for okay. those. Happy New Year, everybody! Happy New New Year! Yeah. <laughs> yeah.